All right. Um, so everybody listening, welcome to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast. I'm Johnny Masato, your host, along with uh, Mr. Kyle Shimabuguro. How's it? Kevin Nicoba. Hello. And we have Lena Girl, and I-, I know him as Justin, but you probably know him as J. Iray. And they're uh, going to be hanging out with us for the next hour. And so, um, hey guys, welcome. Yeah! <laughs> First time, long time listener. <laughs> and, and why don't you guys introduce your podcast? Yeah, so um, our podcast is Off the Mic Podcast, and uh, we we talk about anything. <laughs> Stuff that we cannot say on the radio and, right. not, and not get busted for it. Right, because oh. we both work on sister stations. Um, so, you know, there's the laws of terrestrial radio, and uh, podcasting breaks all those laws, which we're very cool with. <laughs> yeah, that makes it fun, yeah. right? Absolutely. It's super fun. Well, and then you guys, uh, I'm not too sure if Kyle knows, but you know the layout of the station, so she's like right next door. Oh, right really? Next door to okay. me. At Hawaii 105. And then okay. I'm on. Like literally two doors away. There's one production room right between us. Okay. And then, yeah. Yeah. And we're also on at the same time. We both do afternoon drives Monday through Friday. We're supposed to not like each other, right? Yeah. We're supposed to, but you know, <laughs> the last I, almost going on 20 years, we've been collaborating off the air in between, you know, while, while the music's playing, we're talking stories. So we're like, let's just take it to a podcast. Nice. Well, Lena has been, she's been a staple for me as far as radio since she came on. I remember when you first joined FM 100 and I thought, who is this girl? She has so much energy. She's just nonstop, a ball of energy. And uh, then we got to meet. I was fortunate enough to meet and hang out with you and become friends. And so, yeah, that's kind of a nice thing, you know, and that's at the same time. Not that I met Devin at that time, but got to be very close to Devin as well. But you two, what's I thought John was gonna say big hair. He had lots of hair. Yeah, that's what he, he was making the the sign. Yeah, I know. I thought he was making oh. the two. <laughs> all of this hair. I thought he was gonna talk about my bushy hair. Yes, I thought so. <laughs> I, well, I, I appreciate that he didn't bring it up. Thanks, Jerry, for doing that. I'm gonna <laughs> crack you off the camera. But uh, yeah, brother, I actually I loved seeing the essentially the birth of Pure Heart. That's right. At uh, and that was in your living room. and hanging out with dad and um yeah it was awesome to see you folks coming together as a group and music is just gelling and you know you lopaka and jake the great music that you guys put out so that's kind of where we started right that's right all at the same time and uh by the way do you guys know kyle i should i always do this and i don't introduce everybody hi guys (laughs) hey kyle hi kyle so kyle that's I think we should have went to Kyle's house. I see all the drinks in the background. Maybe that's, we should have <laughs> hey, we headed to Kyle's house. Today. I was going to say, that's where we host the podcast normally when we don't do it on Zoom. It's at Kyle's house and uh, the drinks are free. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. You guys can oh. come by any time. COVID-19 is evil. We're booking ourselves right now. Pencil us in. So, Dev, so, were you at KCCN first or was Lena there first? I was. I got. Oh. I started working at FM 100 about a month after they opened. Oh, really? Yeah, I worked there. I started as an intern, um, just like Justin did, and, um, and Lena girl. And Lena did too. Lena started. Yeah. All three of us started as uh, as interns, and then made our way through the ranks. So yeah. Look at us now. Look at us now. I know, and they're still there, and I'm not there anymore. <laughs> 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 that tells you something. That tells you something. But. Um, but- 
Yeah. Devin, let's be honest. We weren't interns. We were uh, taco taco slingers. That's what we yeah. were, right? <laughs> taco and uh, dry cleaning slingers. Yes. That was our job. Yes, we were we were the slaves. Yes, most <laughs> definitely, most definitely. It was a good time, though. I mean, it was a it was a golden time for uh, Hawaiian music and for uh, this this thing that was starting to be called Hawaiian music at the time, because you know. Um, the thing that I didn't know was that Lena was already a pretty accomplished musician when she came in. So everybody else seemed to know this except for me. And then, you know, my whole little okay, I know, you know, he starts and we go, hey, wait a second. But, you know, the funny thing is, I always knew that Devin was an accomplished politician before <laughs> I started working with him. I knew that because he used to stand on the side of the road outside of Pohakupu in Kailua, yep. waiting signs. Oh, and I was right. like, hey, wait a minute. That's the guy that works with me at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> and every okay. year you had that big fake carnation lay. Same one every year. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. And Kyle could say because he was he would stand on the side of the road with me and wave signs too. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that's a friend, Kyle man. Oh yeah. That major, is a friend to stand a wave got, sign. Friends got attacked by dogs. They got uh <laughs> stuff, bro. Oh, one of our friends um, broke the sign and then ran out in the middle of the street. I forget who that was. I don't know if it was somebody from our radio side or somebody from our uh, our Ohia side, Lisa side. But yeah, he broke off the sign. And so he went, he held the sign like this. And then he would run into the middle. And this is on the poly. So he'd run into the middle of the street while the cars were coming at him and wait to the very last minute and like wave and then run off. And it's I really, I really thought we were going to get in trouble yeah. from, the, from the police, but yeah, that never quite happened. Yeah. Well, Thank goodness. Any, any chance of a, of a 2020 presidential run? Or 2020? Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, are, Justin? Are you, yeah, are, shoot. No, no. Devin, are you the dark horse that they're talking about that's going to come in oh, and, and upset I, everything? No, 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 no. That's just dark horse, horse. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think I was, uh, I think I was telling Kyle this. I actually went on um, some of those betting sites, and I was mm -hmm. contemplating putting on a bet um, that neither Biden or Trump becomes president in twenty. Mm. Mm. I thought that was because they aren't taking bets for that. Because oh, the world wow. ends, or how does well, that work? Well, yeah, <laughs> so, something happens. E either, either you know, apocalypse, or there's a third party candidate that comes in and, and steals everything at the end. I thought that was kind of a fun um, wager, you know, because it's it, your money, though, dude. <laughs> I mean, well, I wouldn't put a thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, you know, it'd be something small, long. but but it's also a safe bet in the sense that when you're talking to friends and stuff, you can say like, "Oh, I bet on nobody." Right, I bet on nobody winning this this November, and that's based on how the year is going. It's kind of an interesting bet, and I think something to to come up with conversation. You know, yeah. well, it's funny um, that you brought you you brought that up. Is that I read an article that um, the guy that read the Mayan calendar that was supposed the world was supposed to end in twenty twenty yeah. misread it, that's misread right. it, and the world is supposed to end on Sunday Father's Day. So it's perfect. You might win. <laughs> that's oh. right. <laughs> you, might, you might you might catch that bet. There you go. <laughs> The That's day right. After Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. if, if, we're, if we're all here, you should catch that bet. The world will end, but I'll be like, hey, I hit my, I hit my 10 spot or whatever, you know? I win. I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead, but I'm a winner. That's right. Yeah, Although, I, would uh, totally, I would totally drop money on a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Totally. 
you know, COVID-19 virus kind of starts to mutate. Mm -hmm. Your flesh starts to fall off and, you know, yeah. Everyone, I've seen it on Resident Evil. Yeah, talk conspiracy theories. Calls your guy for conspiracy conspiracy theories. So, be just oh, asking him any question about all. I that think the of Rock stuff. is going to be our president in twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no bet for that. I wouldn't. I mean, the Rock and who who else is like some social media influencer? Uh, like um, Mark Cuban was it? Was oh, right, right. Was brought up, but he's not going to run. Wow. Yeah, but you know, if I think if you vote for The Rock, you get like a bottle of his free tequila, right? Or something like that. <laughs> Timono. His Timono tequila. <laughs> That's right, he does. Oh, you know John, what we should do, guys? That line, John. Let's all put in 25 bucks and and put that bet with John and see what happens. And see what happens? Yeah. Right. Because the wager? I don't know, huh? man. All, all I know is that, you know, both Biden and Trump, they, they look like Anything could happen to them between now and November. I mean, we still got, what, July, August, September, October. You know, four or five months to go. I don't know. There's a lot that can happen between now and then. They so are now, old. So. What, yeah, they're both what old, are the man. top? What are the top three things that could possibly happen to Biden and Trump to have them out of the race? Wow. What's okay, your top three? What's your top three? Well, well <laughs> even though this is uh, this podcast land, I think there's certain things you're not supposed to say about the president, right? That you can get on a list or something. Okay, yeah. well, I'm I miss, not president. I missed so. miss that, that, that article. That. So, so like, Come on, this is off the mics on the mono. Your top three ways <laughs> <laughs> that our presidential candidates are, are, are not going to make it. So I well I I like the I like the idea of a mutated zombie apocalypse COVID virus. That's a Thank good you. one. Thank you. That was there's, me. Yep. There's also like um, another type of apocalypse where like some kind of uh, civil unrest or something like that, and then people can't get to the polling stations, and therefore they delay that because this bet is on November whatever day that is that we have a new president. I believe that's November 7th, right? November, November 7th. 7th. Yeah. So if it gets delayed because of something else, like, you know, people can't get to the polls, so then they end up delaying the thing. There's another one. And and so that that also does not have anything to do with the actual candidates, right? Then right. there's the idea right, right. of the third-party candidate, which I kind of like as well, which is somebody like uh, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson comes in or a Mark Cuban or something and, and steals the thunder. There's also like Oprah or uh, Michelle Obama. There's a, there's a lot of uh, potential candidates that could fly in at, at the last minute and, and make a run, I think. This uh, was... went off the rails all of a sudden. Oh, by the way, an election day is November 3rd. Oh, November 3rd, oh. okay. All right. Good, good looking out. Is it always on November 3rd? No, I'm... It's always the Tuesday, first Tuesday. Oh, first Tuesday of, November. of that yeah. November. Oh, okay. I, I have a suggestion for Trump not making it to the election. He gets uh, locked in a sunbathing uh, a tanning booth, and, and, and uh, he gets put on extra crispy and never makes it up. <laughs> that's interesting. Well done, my friend. I like a well done. You might need, you might need to edit that out, guys. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure if you can make the president extra crispy. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's listening to uh, this podcast. I'm sure he is. He got a lot of. What's that called? President executive time on his hands? He's too <laughs> He does, yeah. That's true. A lots of time. Lots of time. My understanding well, is he does watch a lot of, uh, of of TV and social media. Yeah, yeah well, he loves Twitter. Yeah. That's At more. us. That's what to do. <laughs> At us. Let's get, let's get some views on us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Devin. You had a question? No, no. Um, 
I just wanted to uh, to ask them how has the music changed for you guys? I mean, FM one hundred. You know what I mean? Because when we started, it, it was very different than it is now. And and even for Justin, just in the time that you guys have been working there, um, the the music has morphed. Things have you know, tastes have changed a little bit. So I was just curious what you guys think or where you guys think the music is heading. Go, Lena, you go first. No, you go. Yeah, I, I, I okay. talk a lot. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> I would say I would say it actually it has changed a lot. I mean, I. Uh, I when did I come in again? I got, I got here at, what, 0203? And then, uh, you know, Fiji was always here, Manao Company. Um, then slowly, the, I think the sound changed too. Um, and then, of course, the, a lot of new faces came in. Rebel Soldiers, Opihi Pickers. Um, I want to say the, it's, it, I honestly think maybe within the last 10 years, it's kind of turned R&B-ish. Mm. I'd say a little bit, a little bit on the art, like an R&B feel. I guess I mean it. I, there's a lot of mainland influence. I can tell that the music that is getting uh, airtime, airtime. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of the bands still keep with their roots and you know, uh, Hawaiian, Jawaiian, but like a lot of the um, a lot of the songs that make it, I hear on the on the air, super influence in hip, not well, well, hip hop, hip hop R&B. That's what I, that's what I think, Lena. No, I mean, well, I, I, I can't really speak so much for FM 100, the legend, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I just have a hard time with the legend part. Anyway, but that's not me. That's not my marking. <laughs> 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 um, but I think I, I do agree that a lot of our local bands are pulling different, um, they're, they're, they're reaching out to different genres for, from which, from whence to you know, poor influence, right? I mean, in the past, we grew up listening to Makahasans. We grew up listening to, um, you know, these uh, Antigenokiave, Puamana, all of these groups that did the bass guitar ukulele. Mm -hmm. And so we took that, we morphed it with our sound of reggae, but we kept those instruments the same. Right. And then we started adding in keyboards, and then that's when that sound started to grow. So I do agree about the R&B and soul. Um, on the Hawaii 105 side, Hawaii 105 was, if I'm not mistaken, it was originally set up to stick it to FM 100. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much, yeah, they were. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. that's how it began with Uncle Sam Kapu, um, Dukey yeah. D, Duke, um, Duvachel, um, I believe Rodney Villanueva was a part of that, that mm -hmm. original Ohana, Wayne Guevara, and brought away, brought away Faldo of yep. Hawaii Music Live. Um, and then when the company that owned FM 100 also acquired Hawaiian 105 that's kind of when we were able to now we can start doing a separation at right. one point FM 100 was playing Gabby Pops Pahinui then so the very cool. next song would be Manao Company's you know tradition which is like right, right, a right. heavy <laughs> reggae sound yeah. and then you go right into like Gregory Isaacs and then from there right into Auntie Genoa and it was very weird just crazy crazy mix but the whole idea was getting these young kids who loved reggae music to remember the music of their of their right. of their land their people yeah um but by acquiring hawaiian 105 kine again this is just gospel but this is what i saw happen is now they had two forums in which to present so they could split that sound they could keep the hawaiian language music as well as cnk kalapana you know, um, Country Comfort, Billy Cowie, you know, those guys that sang in English, 
but mm-hmm. with a Hawaiian feel. Right. Um, and you could separate them, and then you'd have the the uh, heavier reggae sound where you could start getting some national artists, um, and at the same time play Nolan. Right, right, right. Who's Capenna. poor coconut girl? Yeah, yeah. Brananolan, Capenna, uh, Manao Company. Um, oh, yeah. iconic. Yeah. Oh, iconic. Now these groups um, who are only in the clubs and at big concerts now had a forum on radio. Mm. And so that's, that's how I see it. Right now, I think there's just a little bit of a mix. We do still have bleed over um, uh, in between the stations. But for the most part, we've kind of kept it that way where that's primarily Hawaiian language. And if you're going to hear a Hawaiian language song on FM100, it's going to have a very, very... Uh, foundational reggae sound like Kaikana Scanlon, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that that's my that's my take on things. But I don't know what what do you guys think as as listeners and John as a as a musician as a musician. I mean, you guys are like the perfect form for this because Kyle, I would see, I would treat more as a listener, somebody mm-hmm. who's a little bit more <laughs> objective and not so subjective. Devin, you're in it, you're in it to win it, so that's completely <laughs> subjective. And then John, you as a player and as an artist, um, wanting to get your music played and stuff like that. You yeah, but I'm old already. <laughs> that's the problem. But, and yet, I'm looking at you on the podcast, and I'm just. I don't know what it is about you, you Asian people. You guys just don't Asian. <laughs> Asian don't raisin, man. Asian don't raisin. That's how it works. <laughs> I, think, no, I but, think Kyle is the only one that's honestly rocking the gray hair in this entire podcast for you guys. Yes, I am. That's right. You see, he's proud of it. If Devin didn't dye his hair, he'll look exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Not in yeah. front. That's totally true. That's totally true. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't, I don't have the face for radio nor TV, so it doesn't really matter about dyeing my hair. But you know, <laughs> Devin's in the public eye, so I understand. <laughs> but the the thing that's funny is like Kyle, uh, Kyle was at a lot of those birthday bashes. He was at a lot of those concerts, so he mm-hmm. saw, like you were saying, he saw it from a different perspective from the rest of us. His appreciation of it is 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 also different. Um, and he can play guitar and stuff, but I know, you know, when he talks about the music, it's very different. Yeah, Kyle? Yeah, yeah it's probably from a different perspective because, you know, you guys hear the same songs over and over all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Know the musicians as friends, you know, and their personalities and stuff. And I grew up just enjoying the music, but not really having that intimate relationship with the musicians, you know, other than John and some other people that I knew that I worked with and became friends with, you know? So it is a different perspective. Um, I remember when Devin first started FM 100 and grew the growth in that, in that Hawaiian music scene was just amazing, right? From the birthday bashes to all the concerts every weekend, you know, and, and the up and coming bands and the, the different um, styles of music and stuff is what I really enjoyed. And you're right. I do see a separation. Although I have to admit, I don't listen to radio as much anymore. I do see a separation in the two stations that you guys work at, where one is more traditional and the other one is more FM 100, but in a new era where it's a different yeah. vibe. It's pretty much the same vibe when we were in the 90s with different musicians. But now it's the musicians where the kids are listening to. And I don't really, I'm not really in tune with that yet. You know, I'm, I'm not listening to those bands now, but I'm sure that that same vibe carried through throughout FM 100's growth, you know? You know what I think too, it's funny he brought up the, it's kind of like a generational thing. I think when yeah. 
when the beginning where like Devin and David D, the early days of FM 100 growing up, I think now that generation is moved over three doors down to, <laughs> Hawaii, to, to the Hawaii 105. And then I think the, um, shoot, I'm coming up on what, 16 years in the, in radio. And I think now it's, I, when I first started, it was those kids hanging out with their parents. And now I think it's now their, my, what is that word? Core? What is the word? Your phone, your music, your foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's where, where, where it's at now. And, I'm, and another 10 years from now, um, you know, we'll hear this music on Hawaiian 105 and it'll be like the cycle. Exactly. And, and look at what Devin's at. Back in the day when we grew up, Matchbox 20 was cool. And now Matchbox 20 is on Kumu for the older people and the kids are like, <laughs> what is that? You know, but it, it changes with time and, you're, and when, as you get older, you know. So I think, I don't know, for, even for Devin, you know, he's in that, in that box right now where he, he, he knows the music from that time. So it's perfect that he's in a station that, that plays that kind of music now, you know? Well, I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I, go ahead, go ahead, Lena. I, I just, I do agree that music is cyclical. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I love that Devin is where he's at because I think when you're playing music like that, you, you need to be able to choose stuff that's going to make people reminisce, exactly. going to make people remember, you know? Remember yeah. what they used to listen to at the, it's, it's, they, they call this thing the soundtrack of your life. There's these golden years in your life. Um, and that's usually like in your high school years going into your early 20s, that these are the songs that are your foundation. Um, mm -hmm. And those are the, that's the music that he's playing for that particular target group. So it's, he's perfect for that. Dev, you, you and Emmy are perfect for that role. Oh, um, but the one thing that I think FM 100 and Hawaii 105 built for us um, is the fact that we know the artists. And I, I and that's not, that can't be said on, the the chr stations for for the most part yeah. oh, yeah. i, I kind of say for yeah. everybody because you know Devin might be might be you know hanging out with you know that was cool i got to meet expose so and i don't know if he's building friendships with expose because you know seasons change oh. anyway um, <laughs> But but the one thing about working Hawaii Radio is the fact that you get to build these incredible lifelong relationships with the yeah. people who make the music. Yeah. And so you're excited to introduce their music. You are excited to play that song. You're excited to introduce them on stage. When you introduce them, it's not just you reading a cue card going, okay, the name of this group is blah, 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 and this guy plays guitar, and ladies and gentlemen, give it up. You're actually introducing your friends. Or, or at least the genre of music that you really dug when you were a kid, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I got this theory I want to I throw out to you guys. It kind of hit me while we were, we were talking about this. You know, the other thing that I think changed between the time that we were, we were all working together and now is that the demographic and the audience has changed, right? So um, what I've seen, at least from my perspective in the music business, is things are getting a little bit more um, niche in that the guys that do Hawaiian really focus on the Hawaiian now versus, um, you know, in the past, you tried to do a little bit of everything. You did a little bit of Hawaiian, you did a little, a little bit of reggae, you tried to incorporate it all into one kind of uh, amalgamation, you know? And I think that has to do with the way that the world works now because, see, uh, back in the day before the, before the internet was big and whatnot, your, your audience was going to be local. 
you had to appeal to local people, right? And so the way to broaden your appeal to the most people is to be able to reach the aunties who like the old Hawaiian stuff and then also be able to reach the kids that like um, the new hip hop or the reggae stuff, right? So you kind of tried to, to make your band kind of fit into that. What's happened since then, right? There's a lot, the world has become bigger. So a lot of the acts that do Hawaiian music, they travel, they go uh, to Japan, they play for Halau, they play for Halau on the mainland. And so for them, that market is a lot bigger than if they tried to be, a, tried to cover everything because that nowadays that, that limits your audience compared to back in, in the olden days when it was a more local audience, you know? Similarly, when you're uh, a younger band and you're doing your thing and you're going to play reggae or whatever, your audience is now is everybody on YouTube, right? So, right. you know, this, the hip hop and, the, and all that, that's the looping and all that. That's what's cool online and that's what's cool on, on YouTube versus trying to just, I, I remember thinking like, oh, you know, and, and when you think about FM 102, when you, you think about the old birthday bashes and stuff, you know, the, the age range was really wide, right? You'd have babies all the way to the grandmas and stuff at these concerts. Not quite like that anymore. You know, the concerts are a little bit more geared towards specific age range and audiences. And I think it's just the way that the music gets out now and, and the artists react, right? Because those who are doing this for a living, they need to, to hit the genre and the audience that's going to make their, you know, make, pay the bills kind of thing. So I don't think they're purposely doing that. I think it's kind of a subconscious thing where it's like, okay, when I do my album, I could put three Hawaiian songs on there, but you know, I'm not really a halal band. I mean, I'm not going to go and do the halal thing and whatnot. So does it even make sense for me to put these songs on versus I'll just, I'll just pump it full of reggae stuff and then focus on that audience. I don't know. That just came to my mind as we were kind of talking. Well, no, I, you know, you, you, it brings up a good point that um, me and Lena was talking about it earlier in the beginning days with Kopena. They, mm -hmm. they originally put Hawaiian language songs and then mixed in Jawaiian in there because at the time, FM 100 was the only station. See, this is the kind of stuff I learned with. When, when Lena <laughs> talks to me, I'm actually soaking it in. Is that they, they put... He listens. Unreal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, and that was, the only, that was the only way they could get their join on is because at the time TCC were playing traditional Hawaiian music and I think if I'm not mistaken John uh, some of your early Pure Heart albums was there was a mix of Hawaiian music yep. uh, then there's like the bring me your cup and then all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff too right yep. so I mean that's that's a, that's exactly what I thought the one thing I can see about that too is that um, the, the early bands like Manao Company Kapena they they did that mix so that it could guarantee them airplay on multiple stations yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. so if you had if you had one album that had hawaiian language then you could get on 14 20 a.m if it had um contemporary hawaiian and a little bit of reggae feel you could get it on fm 100 if it had an old ballad i mean look at danny's song mm -hmm. danny's song is neither of those genres it, it's it's not an old hawaiian language song it's not a reggae song but yet look at its brought i mean because it could get on all of the other stations that the right. Hawaiian language songs and the reggae songs couldn't pass. So CDs and album projects were created so that they could get more radio airplay across different genres. Right. But now with the advent of YouTube, you really just need 
one big hit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's you right. only you only need to be releasing singles. You no longer need to put out an entire album. You just pour all of your heart and soul into the video production and the and the you know the music production of this one incredible song, and you put it out there into the world. You yeah. know, and yeah. and and that's how people. So that's why there's no need to go out and do an entire album of five different genres of music. I can put out one incredibly fantastic Hawaiian language song. One halal picks it up. That's it. Done. Yeah, they yeah. do one, you know, viral video of it. Boom. My, my single selling 99 cents, 99 cents, 99 cents, 99 cents <laughs> more than if wow. I had ever put out a whole album that might get three songs airplay and the rest of the songs just get buried. Right. That's right. That's right. Hmm, John, is that making you think? Is that making you think? Perhaps no, maybe. No, no, no. Because, like I said, I'm, my my days are done already. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur. So. Well, no, you know, you say gonna, that, John. You say thing, that. But you are such an incredible vocalist. You are an incredible <laughs> guitar player. I oh mean, yeah, here it comes. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even trying to, you know, butter this guy. Oh, he's a, I lots of butter. All of butter. No, you don't need it. It's truth. You know what I mean? Just just the most steady rhythm. I mean, somebody you could always count on, but just your vocal is just, please don't tell me you're hanging up. That's just no, how no, I'm not, I'm really going to tears. No, no, I, I'm not going to hang it up, but I, I'm at the point of my career where I just kind of, I kind of fiddle around and when I get a good idea, I'm going to go in and do it. And I don't, I don't think about it as like, oh, I'm going to make another run at this. Like, gotcha. Not that, for business, but no, for heart, no, that, right? that is it. Yeah, just it's pure just heart. Right? Anything that I like, <laughs> that sounds yeah. Anything that sounds like fun, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, it's not like see, and, the, and back in the day, it was like, okay, how are we gonna become the biggest band in Hawaii? You know, like that was the I, that all that is done. I, I it's all just about oh, what sounds fun, and you know, who's gonna be the most interesting to people to bring on the podcast, kind of stuff. Right, yeah. Well, Speaking of John and music, there's uh, something that John can talk yeah. about. A project that's coming up that might give you guys. Yeah, John. Come on, John. Oh, exclusive, exclusive. Oh, an exclusive. We bought, we bought props. Kyle likes to make things a bigger deal than they are, but uh, <laughs> it is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal, dude. Oh, no, Kyle, well, you are so, the best hype man ever, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, the other week we did a uh, Pure Heart did a charity thing for um, uh, shoot, it was a TV show on K Five. Um, dang it, I'm on the spot. I don't remember the. It was for a, um. Uh, maybe you are getting old. You're forgetting stuff. <laughs> I know. Yeah. The was it restaurants? Oh no, it was for the no, local. The, yeah, local the five, local right? five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we we were standing up on uh, the day before. I, I was kind of writing some stuff off, and we were standing, you know, ready to get filmed and stuff. And I, I was telling Jake, I, I was saying, um, hey, you know, I got if I just if I don't think about the songs, like I used to think really. When we, whenever we do, would do an album, I'm like, we have to have a good ballad. We have to have a good opening song that's going to get radio. Like, I'd have all these requirements, you know? And, but I just said, if I don't think about any of that, I just write down songs that um, I thought, oh, this would be kind of fun to record. I, I got about eight or nine songs that I got kind of ready to go. So I said, uh, AJ, do you think you could, you could come up with two instrumentals? And he said, yeah, I can do it. I'm like, oh, you know, because if we do two instrumentals, that's, a, that's an album. We got enough for an album there. So he said, oh, yeah, okay. So we've been working on um, recording another Pure Heart album. But, but 
I, I put this caveat on it. Look at their faces like, what? Yeah. The, neither of the other two guys have come in to record anything yet. So it's, you know, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but you know those guys. You, you, you play it for them once and then you just let them do their thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Home. So, you but, but this, this has happened a couple of times. So I, I, that's why I'm not, I don't want to get people too excited because a couple of times we've tried to start recording again and it just never went anywhere. The, the only difference this time is that I, I have the song, like I have enough songs that um, I can get a majority of this thing laid out. And I think once that's done, it's easy for them to just come in and, and fit. Before it was like we would have had to work together and get together and do a bunch of stuff and everyone's schedule gets all messed up and stuff. This, this is I did that. Like, yeah, I got to work together, do an album <laughs> as a group. <laughs> Not yeah, that we don't so like tough, working right? together. It's just everyone's schedule is so, so busy, you know? So, so yeah, so we're, we're working on something. Oh, I was fully aroused already. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> fully aroused. I kind of stopped listening after I heard Your uh, Heart coming out with something new. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. The second but, announcement uh, that we wanted to make for you guys <laughs> is that um, Devin, John, and I are going to start a new band too. And it's going to be <laughs> called, It's going to be like Pure Heart 2.0, but we're going to call ourselves Fatty Liver. <laughs> 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 after after Kyle consumes all that alcohol behind him, <laughs> <laughs> that might be. Yeah. You know, um, also, Lena, I'm just curious because you play with the ladies of Navai. Yes. Again, um, are, yes. are you guys planning to do something? Because you know, Devin, put your face up to the camera so I can punch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know, I mean, uh, we've we've all seen we've all seen you guys play at the airport. And, you, know, you know, you make me trouble. Here, I, you know, I've already told you. <laughs> you know, I've already told you that I've been working on this project for the last twelve years. All right, so shut your face. Wait a minute. I'm, <laughs> what project? I'm, a, 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 I'm fully aroused again. <laughs> 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 I thought that was that's cool. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What's going on over here? <laughs> no, I just um we so we went in back into studio back in two thousand what is twenty minus twelve? <laughs> back in two thousand eight. We had done something on two at two thousand seven's birthday bash and we had good fun. And so we decided, hey, you know, let's uh let's do this. Let's have some fun and we went into studio and we worked with Fiji. We worked with Jeff Rasmussen. Oh, we worked with, um, yeah, some in incredible collaborators. And we dropped the whole album, and it's still in raw mix. <laughs> no, isn't that the the truth, man? That's how it always goes, man. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm totally not judging you, John. I'm, while I'm excited to yeah. see anything that comes up from Pure Heart for real, I'm not even judging you because li life is different. Like mm -hmm. you were saying, when we first started out, music was going to be our career. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, we, we, we adjusted our sales and we decided, no, I'd like to, you know, get a degree in this, or I'd like to become a parent, or I want to, you know, and, and now music is joy. And I straight up told the girls, I, I took an eight-year hiatus from playing music with Navajo, um, and when I did jump back on stage that night i told them this is a one-time deal i love you folks i always will they're my sisters for life but i'm this is just gonna be fun for me yeah. and when everybody got off stage we're like that was really fun <laughs> and then we and then we just adjusted again made our adjustments and said when we do play music it will only be for fun 
Yeah. Because, you know, Louisa is a, uh, she's the head of the nursing department at Queen Emma Clinics. Bella is a, um, a master's degree, master's in education with a focus in special education. And she creates her own programs that put Keiki in the, in the kalo and puts them out there learning differently. Um, Delia is one of the top coordinators in the state for Epic Ohana, which is a foster youth program that helps keep families, Native Hawaiian families and Polynesian families together so that the learning continues. I mean, so, and wow. you know, I- and what about you, what about you? I am an artist and public relations for Kanile Ukulele. And Thank so cool. all of us, we, we have careers. We are, we are parents, we are wives. And so when we get together to play music, it's for the sheer fun of it. And that's the reason why we created this great project. There's a lot of originals on it and stuff, but we just kind of put it on the side because it's just, it's not the priority right now. Mm -hmm. So when it's a priority for Pure Heart, then we're going to be seeing some Pure Heart music, right? It's, it's interesting because that's a, it's a young person thing. Cause I remember thinking like, um, John Cruz, Ernie, I'm big John Cruz, Ernie Cruz fans, you know? And yes. it was like 10 years before they, you know, before they release something. And then it's another 10 years before they release something else. I used to think like, oh, what's wrong with these guys? You know, they got, so much, <laughs> they, they got so much music that they can lay down and stuff, you know, like, well, but that's when I'm in my 20s. And now that I'm in my 40s, you learn that 10 years goes by like that, you know, it goes by so fast. And when you're, when you're get older, other things come up and you're doing things and you're touring and you're, you know, you got career, family and all that stuff. And next thing you know, boom, 10 years has gone by. So uh, I think when you're younger, you think like, oh, what? yeah, how come they can't just get in the studio and do it? But um, as you get older, there's, you, there's you know, something called a mortgage, car payments, maybe doodoo diapers, child education. Yeah. That other stuff, other priorities take, take precedence. And you know, what's so funny is that like, I guess when we were younger, like uh, before I got into radio as a personality and whatnot, you would think like, oh, these guys just make music all day. That's all they do. But then come to find out when you get into it, like they have real jobs. Like, oh, they work sleeping doors from five o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. 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 I found it. I got to go home and make rice. And all that stuff. <laughs> I guess that, 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 it's different now that, I mean, I've seen, I, I mean, I, I suck. I only, I only play music on the board and the radio, but I mean, I'm a, I am a parent. I, it's 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 tough. It's tough to do that kind of stuff. It's state been, worker. Yeah, <laughs> state cruiser. State cruiser. State cruiser. But it's difficult after you put in a, like a hard eight at work, and then you gotta go home take your kids, and then you're like, oh, you know, nine o'clock. It's time to jump into the studio, and you're there to what? Freaking after midnight, and yeah. you're getting texts from the other half. Where I, you think, stay. I think the worst part is um, having at nine o'clock having to jump on stage and smile for a crowd. Oh, and, and you know they think that you spent all your day preparing for that one performance for them when in fact you had other things to do and you're just gonna come on you're gonna play music and you're gonna go home <laughs> i don't okay. like to drink with you guys i don't even know who you are <laughs> i don't drink i go home to my husband love you guys <laughs> hey, so this question, this, oh go ahead no no go no, ahead, no, no, no. No, I was gonna say, um, how, what was that feeling? Get back with the uh, with the boys for that one show. How, what was uh, they got the uh, the blood oh. going and the juices going? Yeah, it's it's always fun, you know. Like, um, yeah, it's funny after uh, you know, not 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 this last one, but when we first got together after the long break, you know, so like fourteen years, 
And uh, we all set up in the living room, in Jake's living room. And it's like, okay, what song do you guys want to do? And, and someone says, uh, still, how can I get over? Okay, so one, two, one, two, three, and but And it was just like, we never stopped. <laughs> it, it just was just like, yeah, we never stopped playing after even that long break, you know? So, um, yeah, it's good fun. In the you know, DNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> entrenched in you. But uh, we have a segment, Devin, that uh, can, you, can you bring up? Uh, here about ah, the, yes. I, I think we'll get some good answers out of them. Yeah, we actually asked this of all of our guests. So we wanted to ask you. And uh, so Desert Island this we want three, three albums from each of you uh, that either influenced you or <laughs> you can't stop listening to. And can I be, can I be best of? Can I be best of? Oh, no anthologies. Got to be act. Yeah, no anthologies. Got to be all albums. Are we a combined three or we got to drop three? In the no, middle? no, no. You each, you each get three. You each get three. Okay. All right, Lins. Me. Okay. <laughs> you got to okay. think. <laughs> okay. All right. First one for me, uh, Hawaii Kane's Island Eye Rain. That was one of my, one of my most favorite jams. I can listen to that song, that album, front to back, back to front all day long. Uh, it's kind of like my, I don't like to work out. I don't work out, but it makes me move faster during the day. So I'd say, <laughs> I like, I don't know, just each song. I don't know. Did we talk about this earlier one time? He loves that album because I sing on it. Oh, that's uh, a Pana. Oh, I didn't find out until afterwards. Afterwards. Pana. <laughs> All right, so that's number one for me. Gotcha. Do, do oh, all three. Oh, all three. All three. All three. Yeah, all three. Here we go. Um, I would have to say my next one would be uh living legacy from steel pulse one of oh. my uh, one of my favorite is steel pulse it's live-ish i like that feel i can go to that all day and then um man it's, it's such a tough <laughs> can i phone a friend can i phone a friend <laughs> <laughs> why you have no friends <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last one, oh, live and direct from Oswan. Wow, I okay. didn't. Oh. I, 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 okay. a, a, a lot of, a lot of live stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like. I like. I just uh, the sound of live horns. I love brass. You, I think. You, I, do I, you, I, would you? Ha would you? Uh, one of the my favorite reggae live is uh, Captured Live. Lucky Dubé. Have you ever? Oh, heard, Lucky Dubé. Yes. Yes. That's a good album too. I, I, I'm confused. I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that Lucky was on something every single show because that guy it's not was easy. unbelievably. Yeah. The energy was nonstop. It's like, yeah. it was like a two-year-old running around stage. I'm like, damn, man, Lucky's hot right now. Well, I hope you make it. I love that guy. So, good one, John. Good pull. Thanks. What a pull, John. Okay, there's my tree. There's my tree. That's your tree? Yeah, that's my tree. All right. Tree. All right. All right. All right. Okay, so my first one is hands down, no questions asked, Brothers Casimero Ho'ala. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. That right there, I mean, that is where I fell in love with harmonies. Um, because of them, when I sing with my husband and when I sing with my group, none of us want to sing lead. <laughs> we all want to sing the harmony because you realize when you're listening to just two guys, making music that Uncle Roland, Uncle Bose, rest his beautiful soul, could fill that pocket 
just mm. wherever it was. And he, you know, you know, Uncle Rob is, is just singing that steady lead. And there's Uncle Roland dropping down into the depths of, you know, baritone and bass notes and then climbing right up there into alto, you know, soprano. Out, it was right? just yeah. beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So, Brothers Kazimaro Ho'ala. Um, you know, I have to be honest, I didn't really grow up with too much Hawaiian music. Um, so, <laughs> you guys are going to oh, die. Okay. You, you, but, should hear, you should hear Kyle's one. It's all, it's all um, Steely Dan and stuff. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, whatever. Oh, I forget. I forget what you said, but I thought you were going to say Britney Spears. Well. I thought you were going to say Britney Spears or something. No, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's what and, she likes. Uh, she likes that and Justin. She doesn't yeah, really yeah, yeah. do Pure Heart or, or John. Yeah. Um, my second one would be, um, and, and please don't judge. It's going to be um, Yvonne Elliman. Oh. I, I, we had her album when we were children and, you know, I would listen to Stranger and Feels Like a Mighty Long Time. She's kind of local, right? She is a Hawaii born, yes. but she was a Broadway star. Oh, and yeah. her, her big claim to fame is Jesus Christ Superstar. Yep. You know? um, yep. But, yep. But Yvonne Element. Um, and then my third, oh, this is rough. But, okay, so I fell in love with um, Big Hair Metal. And oh. I used to listen to it before. Here we go. Now, now you're right up to Kyle and Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, ha I have to tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit torn between Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, Guns N' Roses, um, uh, or Def Leppard's Hysteria. Oh, man. I might, oh, what? I might have to go. Uh, yeah, I might have to go at Def Leppard's Hysteria. Okay. Yeah, my life, ten years after Pyromania, <laughs> yeah. incredible music. Did you go, did you go to the uh, oh. did you go to the concert when they came down? I did. Mm. I was there as well. What? <laughs> I, I, and I was very impressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they basically did, played did, the entire Hysteria album. Like, album. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Dad, yeah. you were there too, right? Yep, I was. Yeah. But you know, imagine. I mean, and and I have a connection with this group because they took a ten year break. Mm. creating music of course in that 10 year break their drummer lost his arm and yeah. then had a drumming a drum set created so that he could replicate using his other three limbs yeah. and still mm. be able to, to play um but they, just joliet's vocals his vocal ability is crazy i i would love to say journey but i can't say one journey album so uh okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I need to see you nice. show up to work with um, the hair to one side and the clutch shirt. It's funny, all these things I've known you, I never, I never would have thought. Me either! I don't know what this is about! Yeah, the I mean, I've known you almost, what, 20, 30 years, man. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, hard, I'm hard metal. I think the only thing I don't oh. like is death metal. So, you know, right, Marilyn right. Manson, he just kind of tips me over to, I didn't know, but I love Metallica, not, Megadeth. Yeah, yeah it's not, but it's not even singing too. Like death metal is just like. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. But but these other guys, I mean, if you're looking at their vocal capabilities, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of them actually ended up getting what is it, nodules on their throat, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. their careers. A lot of them, their careers died because they they put it all out on the stage. Yeah. And so yeah, I just have a thing for them.
By the way, um, if you've never listened to Disturbed, try Disturbed. Disturbed? Is that a band or a song? Yeah, the name of their band called Disturbed. No, I'm trying to help her out because they have a But there's a band called Disturbed, and the album is called Believe. And then there's a there's a band called Hailstorm, H A L E, and it's uh, it's led by a woman, uh, Lizzie Hale, but they are they are incredible. That's local, yeah. Aren't they no, local no, 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 no. Uh, they played here though. Hailstorm is yeah, they played here before. They played here. I think MK opened for them at like a club. Oh, a yeah, years ago. yeah. But you know, Evanescence. I I gotta oh, tell yeah. you. Oh yeah. That, oh, I mean, all time. There's, there's just that, that weird mix of beautiful operatic voices over heavy, heavy metal, or even metal with violins, you know, which mm -hmm. is what Guns N' Roses were kind of tapping yeah. into mm -hmm. when they went into their second and third iterations. And, you know, that kind of stuff is, I love it when, when bands mix it up. I, I think, think right now we, we have a problem with bands that just, they want to sound like each other. Yeah. And it's such a bummer because, you know, you've got these, okay, so there, there's this one band in Hawaii, I'm not going to say their name, but they <laughs> do a wonderful Hawaiian trio and it's what they're always known for. But their lead singer is the most crazy, I mean, can run, the incredible runs, R&B, soul, funk, jazz, and I would really love for her to come up with something like that, but she only drops videos on you know oh. on youtube and stuff like that but she never performs it on stage it's always just the hawaiian music which i love i mean that's, that's i'm native hawaiian i get it but i would love to be able to see them just take down you know take the plunge and try something different on stage and see what your audience is going to love about you you know are you suggesting that naleo's going to start singing punk rock <laughs> it could happen. Heavy metal, baby. Heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, I also wanted to ask you guys, since uh, since both of you came up in that the the time with FM One Hundred uh, KINE, you know, there was a there was a while there where everything was a remake. Remember that time? <laughs> everything was. A, we used to complain about it all the time. You, you mean that like, you're talking about the is anybody games. doing any original music at all? <laughs> and I was just curious. I mean, do you think we're out of that phase now, or I mean, have people accept? Have are people starting to embrace the fact that they can write a song and play it? I think it's actually part of our uh, station policy in our in our uh, handbook. Every year we sign that we will not play any more remakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Well, I, I, swear, I swear, I signed that paper the other day. It's such a donkey. <laughs> no, but you, you know, I have to tell you, it's um, it's podcasting and and Facebook um, and Instagram that have really pushed people to create original music. Why? Because if you play somebody else's published and copyrighted music, you're going to get muted or you're going to get shut down. So I think if you, okay, perfect example is off the mic podcast. We have no music. <laughs> because, because if we were to play any of our recorded music, they would shut our podcast down. So yeah. we don't do that. Mm. Right. But um, I think now with these laws, these copyright laws, intellectual property laws so strict, yeah, people are recording remakes for radio airplay mm. or for live performance. But if you want to get your music played without it getting pulled, you got to come up with something original. And I think it's really pushing people to create new lyrics, create new sounds, stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. I remember back in the day, if you were in a Hawaiian band and you didn't play Mustang Sally, you were in a Hawaiian band. <laughs> <laughs> That's the go-to party jam in the backyard. Exactly. exactly. It's funny. There's a, when you used to go to um, 
Gordon Biersch. Yeah, Chris. The, yeah, <laughs> on the on the monitors, there's a sign that says, "No Mustang Sally." <laughs> at this location. Cannot play Mustang Sally. And he was he serious would, about that. Uh, yeah, and he was not joking. I've had uh, there were bands that did play it. They would start playing it, and the sound would go off. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, the sound would go off, and he'd look at him and go, "I told you, I told you." He was very well, anti Mustang Sally. There's oh, always that one drunk auntie with a cut yeah. tank top who forgot her bra at home, holding up her <laughs> Heineken. Mustang Sally, Mustang And then when they get all melancholy and mellow towards the night, they go, "What kind?" Jose Pocara. Hey, I've been to all of those parties. Oh, I've all been to all of them. He's a melancholy guy. <laughs> 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 Can I, I have a question for you guys. Since you guys, actually for Devin too, since you guys are all in, been in radio for so long, can you guys share with us your most memorable radio moment working for any station that you guys worked for? On air or mm. doing music stuff? Anything related to radio that you guys been in. Um, at the, at the birthday bash, uh, when I forget if it was, it might've been Bill, there were 10,000 people in the audience and, and they said, okay, here's the mic, go introduce the band. And I went, what? And they said, yeah. And you walked out and it was, you know, I mean, the birthday bashes were just packed with people. Yeah. And I went, why am I going out to do this? They're like, well, you're on the staff, so, you know, go warm them up. And I was like, holy shit. And the biggest group I had talked in front of was, you know, star dancer, Malia's camp. <laughs> you know, like 20 drunk people. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing no, 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 that not, yeah, no, not that I'm judging. I mean, it was you awesome. You but... for us. <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually. I did. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, at the time, that was that was like a huge, it was a huge deal to be given that responsibility. And I think um, it taught me how to connect with an audience um, in a way that's not taught to the MCs now. And, and Lena and Justin can nod their heads because they know um, working at FM 100, uh, working in that time uh, was a golden time for us because we were given this training that you're not given anymore which is you sat and you watched some of the best in the business do what they do, you know, Bill and Chemo and Randy. And I mean, you could, we had a murderer's role of people who were MC or who were DJs and they could all get up and just work the mic and they would let you watch. And then Randy inevitably would go, well, <laughs> go ahead. And you go, well, what? But you know, they'd never let you fall, but they always wanted to make sure that you understood how to make that connection and how to do it quickly. And I, I mean, I, I use that skill to this day. I don't know, I don't know how good I am at it, but I, um, I, I remember that moment specifically. That and also um, when we had uh, Brothers Casimero, when they had, I think it was like their second to the last May Day, and um, they started playing, uh, Hapa was opening for them, and then once they ended, Robert got up and goes, oh, that boy, he sings so good. I just like punch his throat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, uh, they played Ka'uluvehi Okekai. And when they started playing, everybody just sort of instinctively, all these people around us stood up and just started dancing the hula. And I looked around and I went, see, this, nobody does this. 
it only happens in Hawaii. It only happens here where you can play a song and you'll see, I don't know, it was like 40, 50 people and they all just sort of stood up on their own. There was no request for them to dance. They just got up and they started dancing and had grandma dancing and she was going slower and you had, you know, people doing all different motions because they're from different halal, but you knew that they were all feeding the music and that was cool. And, and again, a lot of that stuff happened at the show. So sorry, that was like two, but those were mine. Oh. Well, that was a bonus one. We got a bonus one in there. Yeah, uh, go. I, I would say same thing with uh, with Dev would be birthday bash. I mean, just I don't think there was a concert local that could touch it. Not even close. Just um, the the vibe. You know what? Eight eight thousand people in the crowd, all hashed by the time the sun went down. <laughs> And then all the free alcohol that we used to get in the back that I used to oh, take full yeah. advantage of. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, like, at the time when I first got into it, I, I was part of the um, the Sunshine crew. We'd only go on stage during the sun. Like, all, all <laughs> ah, That's right. We, 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 me, Big Pops, we were all the fluffers. We fluffed everybody. <laughs> and then, and then, um, and then yeah, and then, then we just we just hang and just get lit and take... <laughs> Just have so much fun. Just so much fun. Behind stage, out on the lawn, just oh, hey, oh, did everybody just oh, you know how much beer I got with that shirt? Which <laughs> <laughs> free alcohol I got with that shirt. Uh, and then I guess I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a bonus one. Uh, so I, I took a break after I had my um I had my sons uh, from radio. I uh, the 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 dad life really took over my priorities. So I left the station maybe six, seven years ago. Then recently recently got back, maybe within the last year or so, and uh, got back and took over the the afternoon shift on the radio station. And just to think about all the guys, all the jocks that had that three to seven spot since the beginning. What? Bill, Dave, Shannon. Yeah. Was Scoops, did Scoops do afternoons? Scoops did afternoons too. So I, I feel honored that I got a chance. I'm getting the chance now to uh, take over this um, this spot that um, that I, I never thought that I would get. Honestly, because uh, according to Lena and Shannon, I wasn't the best ever. <laughs> Very debatable. I, I wasn't a good intern, but nevertheless, I pushed through and uh, I stuck with it. And now I'm a, I I'm a can you say it full, full I can't even say it. full time this yeah. jockey. You're a full timer, man. Full timer. So that so um that's that's uh it's my little <laughs> humbleness moment of, of my life. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that's very cool. And since you guys are breaking the rules and dropping two, I'm gonna drop two too. <laughs> but real quick, I think um my, my first one was um actually started right before my radio career when um M's uh playing music with Navai on the Star Dancer, Billy V. <laughs> I mean, so, so there's a lot of lead time in between because when the boat is going out, you're good. Everything's yeah. steady. Yeah. But when they drop anchor, the boat is literally like boom, 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 right? Oh so God. you can't play music. Yeah. You literally had to, you had to hold the speakers. Yeah. Yeah. You had to hold the stack of speakers yeah. and, your, and your equipment and your mic and you're just, you know, it's like, you know, sky, right? You know, 
horizon sky, horizon, you know, it's just crazy. Um, so during that time, I would be talking story. I would just keep the audience engaged in between those songs. And Billy V walked up to me um, and he says, you know, if you ever decide to go into radio, I'm going to fear for my job. You have to work for FM 100 because if you work for any other radio station, I'm in trouble. That's what he said. And so I took him up on his offer. And um, on August 30th, I called him. I said, were you serious about that? My father had just passed away. I didn't want to play music anymore. I lost the, the feeling. Um, but I wanted to stay close to music. I just didn't feel like singing it for a crowd or performing it or writing it. And so he said, yeah, I'm serious. So I said, okay, I'm going to take, up, take you up on your feet. He said, come in. <laughs> I came in, and the very next day I started as an intern, and in less than a month, I had my own show on Hawaii 105 KINE. I was probably one of the shortest interns to radio that the station has ever had. Um, so you, I you was ready. You came to us and you were ready to go, man. I just had to figure out how to push the button. How yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, somebody else can work this board. I'll be on Festo. <laughs> So that's my that's my first one, and and I know that that's not you know the crowd pleasing kind of thing, but that's that's what changed my life. Um, it the massive career swing, um, and you know the boys do bring up birthday bash a lot, and yes, standing up um, on a stage in front of ten thousand plus people, and I'm gonna say plus because I literally saw people jump the fence. Yeah. Sure. So I yeah. know that there were legally yeah. more than ten thousand people <laughs> at the Wayne totally. Show. Yeah. I know that for a fact, <laughs> but. Um, um, but the, the greatest part for me was not being on the stage, but it was being out there in the crowd with them. Mm. Um, Billy, you know, the, the one thing, well, I can say a lot of great things about this guy and a lot of not so great things about him because, you know, he's human <laughs> and, and I've seen it all. But the one thing that he always reminded us of when he taught us what to do was to be grateful. Be mm. grateful because anybody else can come do your job. Mm. Anybody else can come do what you do. So you be grateful to the people who put you there. And it's not the company. It's your listeners. Right, so right. every single birthday bash without fail, the law was the, the lawn fills up just before the sunset. You get your okole out there mm -hmm. and you thank people and you walk mm -hmm. that lawn and you thank them. Mm -hmm. So while my, while Fluffy was here <laughs> up on stage <laughs> doing his thing, before the sun went down, we were out there in the crowd saying thank you, walking from blanket to blanket, holding babies, you know, kissing, hugging people, you know, passing out extra goodies and stuff like that, but just letting them know how much we love the fact that they listen because without them, we're nothing. And yeah, it, yeah, those, the, that's the, my tool. That, that radio station uh, always had that feel, you know, that you were just welcome. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to... Wait, real quick, real, real, real quick, John. I, I yep. think Nina, what she forgot to mention that is that when she went into the lawn, not only did she thank our listeners, she also took their food. I did not! It was gifted to me. Whatever! Alright, well, we're going to... Um, we're gonna sign off of our regular uh, broadcast for now, but if uh, if you guys don't mind, we can stay on for like maybe ten more minutes and just talk story a little bit um, for our Patreon subscribers. So we have. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> so we're gonna say goodbye to everybody Just for keep now. It real. <laughs> we say bye for now, and we're gonna keep going until Lena's uh, phone cuts off. So yeah. uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. Woo! Yeah. Oh,